Welcome back to the Wagon Olive Podcast, everybody. Hey, yo. Big week in golf, and we're coming back. Sorry we missed a week, but we're here. Lots going on. Lots big, going on. Big, big weekend for us. It was yeah. a very big. Well, why so big? Yeah, Scotty, had a, Scotty had a great weekend. <laughs> Just the late Saturday, and I don't think we're recording this on Monday and still recovering. Ooh, baby. That'll happen. Beers are still in hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, hair of the dog, right? Si, senorita. <laughs> That'll happen. I didn't have a cool birthday festivity though like this I guy did. i did well but yeah, yeah birthday was late. last weekend birthday yeah. was last weekend but we were in cleveland celebrating emily's grandmother's 90th birthday Hello. so the good news is when i turned 35 i wasn't the oldest guy in the room nice, so nice. i gave um, you a shout out on insta I, thank you I did, oh yeah i saw that <laughs> on the wagon wolf account yeah i liked that and i liked the post where were you at that day by the uh, way pelican hill nice that's right newport beach beautiful views no uh pelican's a great course so yeah scotty had a big weekend uh at the tracks yes and uh you know he had a fun did you one. win no oh donation <laughs> couldn't win on the ponies okay mm-hmm. so donation to the ponies ponies are tough man you get those yeah. bookies in there they like they everyone knows like how to bet them and you read those things it's like a different how language they, how they close the, and... the best thing you do at any of those things is just to go and pick a number you like or a color you like and just go with that one or a name you like that's All what right. i do no, all right. Um, like but anyways, it. wait. Can we just? Okay, uh, this just popped in my head. Remember last podcast we were talking about how there was a there was a possibility of a wedding. A wedding. A where? wedding in Cabo, and we we're like, oh, well, we don't know a hundred percent if it was. And guess what? Oh, was that? Oh, was Ricky. that two weeks ago? Yeah. That I we said that. Yeah. I thought we confirmed. I thought we did one podcast after that. Maybe oh, not. I, I thought we know. did, but maybe yeah. maybe, maybe right. we did. Shout yeah. out to Ricky. Wore my boy John Buscemi shoes too down the aisle. Oh, you so. saw that. Yeah, Ricky and Allison, Allison got married in Stokey. Yes. Uh, beautiful, uh, beautiful looking wedding in, in Cabo. Uh, right? Chileno? Uh, I don't know if it was. It was definitely in Cabo. I don't know if Cabo, it was I don't Chileno. know if it was El Dorado. I don't know if it was Chileno. And then he posted pictures today of like the Puma jet. Well, and he Puma said, big, jet. big thanks to Puma for uh, making the honeymoon possible. <laughs> Where do we think he Good went? Life. Where do we think he went? I, I think he went to the Maldives. Uh, I don't know, but they're, they're, I don't know. Well, they're, uh, literally, the world is his oyster. Right? The, the world was his oyster. But it was weird stuff. You just saw a couple pictures of them the with Puma the plane <laughs> and the Puma jet. And then you saw like, uh, but there was one picture outside of the jet that was like a crystal clear water and like some islands out of the, like in the air. Somewhere nice. Yeah. So somewhere nice. He, he, uh, having a good time. He, he, he had a great. On a private jet. Yeah. Safe to say Ricky Fowler is winning the off season right now. Um, and, uh, you know, he's not playing any golf. So, um, speaking of congrats. winning, speaking of winning, uh, JT, CJ, CJ Cup, Cup repeat winner. Yes. All right. Um, uh, fun tournament to watch on the West Coast time zone wise because it was I, time. we got to watch the basically the end of the tournament as we were going to bed. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know how that time zone and thing that works like- out in Korea. I didn't like look at exactly what time it was. But obviously, when they're starting golf tournaments and finishing them, it's like very late in the West Coast. Probably too late for the East Coasters to enjoy it. But I love the time zone. Yeah. Oh, it was great. I, at one point on Saturday night, I was like, "Wait a second. So it was like is all the day's Sunday? events were over. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, "Wait a second. It's Saturday night. We're enjoying another glass of wine <laughs> after dinner. Yeah. And I'm like, and it's Sunday, and they're ending this. Like they're wrapping up the tournament. And he goes, "Yeah." And I go, "Oh, I kind of like this. It kind of opens the gates and frees your Sunday." to sunday football 
Yeah, and watch golf at the end. But yeah. anyways, um, it was fun. Yeah, fun, fun to, to watch. watch. He cool, played great. Cool course. He played great. Danny Lee also played great. Yeah. Gave him a run for his number down. Gave him. Uh, yeah. Those um, guys just kind of folded I'm messing down the up stretch. my words. His, his guys that were chasing him. Yeah, but Danny Lee made some clutch putts at the end of the day on Saturday yeah. and on Sunday to uh, to put a little bit of pressure on him, and he almost canned that one on 18. Yeah, he almost. And that would have put a lot of pressure on JT. Um, so it was, uh, yeah, it was good to watch. Uh, you know, it, Korea's Korean golf fans were fun. I thought, like, you got some like a lot of oohs and ahs. Oh yeah, <laughs> a lot of oohs and ahs. It was great. Or um, oh yeah, yeah. It was like, it was like a curious. <laughs> it's like a curious tone when the when a good shot was hit. It was like ooh. Um, <laughs> So different, different to watch that, but I thought it was great. Um, and congrats to JT. I mean, Danny Lee on his heels. Who else was at the top of the leaderboard, Scotty? Uh, uh, Cam Smith was in the final KS. group. Yeah, he played good. Uh, uh, I felt like I've watched so much golf in the last. I watched my girl out. Danielle yeah. win too late on. Oh, that's right. Uh, Sunday. So I don't remember the leaderboard, and then we had a really good European finish too, um, with Keimer and. Um, I, I don't remember the leaderboard off the top of my head. Yeah, I can't even. Uh, so it was Danny Lee um, and Cam Smith in the final group Correct. with uh, with uh, him, but there was Spieth actually played pretty played good. Really good. Played good. Phil did not. No. Uh, we'll get into more on him later. Sure. Um, but Gary, it was actually uh, Gary Woodland. Gary Woodland, Woodland, Woodland was up finish. there. Uh, Matsuyama so, actually got a top three. Sneak good. Um, ben, uh, yeah. Ben on. Matsuyama played well. Uh, sneaky good field at the CJ yeah. Cup. Yeah, always yeah. this. Always this. Yeah, so, uh, you know, good to see that. Interesting course as well. It was more like um, you, ha- you had the uh, linksy pot bunker kind of look, but not a linksy course at all. So that was interesting. But all in all, another, uh, another one. And this one counts as a PGA Tour victory, yes. right? Yes, 100%. Brooks so. won last year. Brooks had to withdraw. Okay. Um, so, anyways, it's uh, yeah, and Brooks withdrawal. What do we think about Brooks withdrawing? With the uh, you hear anything else about his? Uh, was I'm it? Not, I'm not going to put too much too much stock in that. Um, we'll see. Yeah, I don't I think, think he might just be a little tired and fatigue of golf, and he's pulling a Brooks thing. Like I don't yeah. feel like winning this one. So you basically just talk, <laughs> keep talking shit about Rory. <laughs> Uh, anyways, <laughs> I don't know if I have much more on the CJ Cup, but uh, I agree. You know, but JT's... fun tournament. Like, a hats off to to Korea. They've pulled off two really good tournaments uh, in a row with Brooks and JT now, and um, this is a mainstay tournament going forward now. Absolutely. So, all right, on to uh, on to where do you want to go next? The skins game. Yeah, let's talk about the Japanese skins game. Yeah, uh, you know, big late last night. Started late Coast. last night. In the West Coast, I watched most of it in a. Uh, I guess I would say I watched most of it in repeat mode or record mode uh, today. But I did see a little bit of it. Um, what are your thoughts? I'll get to mine later. Yeah, I've been doing a lot I, of I thought it was fun. Um, the the one interesting thing I thought was the double green, which Hello, I guess is a mainstay of Japanese golf courses that I had no idea. Um, what I found most interesting about it was the mics and the talking between, um, yep. both about both to their caddies, both to one another, and just kind of got some real insight 
into how these guys think about attacking a golf course and what their their thoughts are which as yep. me as a golfer and me as a caddy like i think that stuff's so unique and valuable that you never hear on a cbs or espn telecast we've talked about this a which, lot which i which i really really way. enjoy and i think for the most a lot of viewers who don't get to see that like you see how much goes into every shot whether it's the front the flag stick yardage the what the wind's doing how the ball's going to hold how the ball's going to react and so i thought that those things were extremely valuable and you know is it the best format i don't know was it could they have improved this? Probably, but it is what it is, and it was awesome primetime golf to see, you know, four really good golfers and getting some insight. So I'm not going to hate on it. I'm just going to appreciate what we got. I agree. So sorry, I'm fixing my mic That's right okay. now um, for everybody at home because I was a little twisted around here. But um, but yeah. So a couple things. I I think. I've got a little echo going, so hopefully my uh, mic isn't messed up for the record, but we'll see. Uh, hopefully, so hopefully the whole thing, it turns out good, but I think they'll learn a lot more, and hopefully they do it again. Yeah, uh, they will. Yeah, so off the bat, what I what I liked, um, obviously the mic'd up stuff. We, we mentioned that. I think the PJ Tour needs to figure out how to do this more often in a beneficial way for the players the networks and the tour. And that means, look, I think the players would be open to doing this and multiple players have been on the record saying they'd be open to doing it if they got paid for it. Like if there okay. was some financial gain because now they're wearing a mic, they're providing extra content mm. there. So I think the players want to have some skin in the game, no pun intended, um, to do this. And rightly so, right? Like, yeah, I, I can't it's... blame them. And then of course the tour is going to want to like make a little money and you've got to, you know, so whatever it is, but I think it's, everyone's best it's in everyone's best interest to provide more access to the fans and that's exactly what miking up players in any sport really does does, is it provides you access into what they're thinking what they're doing and it's a fun atmosphere for them to you know bust balls and and you know make jokes at one of another that was clearly the highlight of the event clearly no nothing else i mean look the the golf was actually not very good at all no (laughs) one played well um, the skin, the money wasn't like a big time yeah. money thing like the Phil Tiger match was. Um, so I don't know that the money really matters. The format wise, the one thing that I would uh, that I would say they would probably like to do next time is just get more players because when there's only like four people in the group, it's not not great. But there there used to be like a Thanksgiving weekend skins game Correct. that they they haven't done in a while. Like if they got like twenty people to go over and do it and everybody put in the same amount of money you'd have a lot you'd have a lot bigger pots so like the the skins rolling over would all be you could see people putting for a million dollars like that that would be kind of cool um but it would also just provide a better opportunity for good golf more shots more names over there more mic'd players all that stuff so i just think a foursome's a little light i think if you had four more groups or something that'd be great okay that's interesting um and again i don't know what these guys got to participate in it um yeah you know i think there comes a limit to what you can offer to to so many guys to participate in this and you know the big draw is obviously you have tiger um playing in it and this was our first look at tiger since the knee surgery Uh, that's right and um i think that's one of the big reasons why it's had so many eyeballs um outside of tiger i don't know if any of these guys really 
or draw me to go watch a Skins game. Yeah, I mean, Rory, I would say Rory would be... Yeah, but, okay, but because of me and you will watch anything that Golf TV or Golf Channel yeah. puts on it, the the average fan who just watches the four majors or maybe watch the Tiger Phil thing is not going to watch Rory, Malk Rory at 9 o'clock at night. Well, yeah, but he's probably competing. He's probably like he's one of the top names that would draw. No other, doubt. other than Tiger, no, no doubt. So I mean, you can't. I mean, I think anybody who's a golf fan would like to have Rory there. I mean, sure. yeah, if you're an average sports fan, maybe not, but it won't matter much. But that was, I mean, I, that's again. I think if you got, yeah, I mean, they did it right next to the CJ Cup. Just bring, just <laughs> charter Smart. a jet. Yeah, charter a jet over there and get. A lot right. of those people that were there get JT there and Spieth there and and Woodland and whoever else. And well, yeah, Jason Day got on a plane right after his round. Matsuyama, yeah. They, so did Matsuyama, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they both played there. Anyway, so I thought it was it was a lot of good things that can be drawn from it. I think it's a good opportunity for the players to market themselves over there. It's a good opportunity to market the PGA Tour over sure. there, and um, kind of fun to watch, but also for some reasons, but also the golf kind of a sleeper. Um, but fun to see Tiger. What do we think about Tiger? He didn't look like he missed a beat in terms of his injury or anything like that. I think that he just passed an important test to uh, prove to not only himself but also the viewers on um, him feeling better and feeling good and getting gaining momentum coming into the last part of this year. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think, Steve, you've talked about it at – some length that the one thing that scares you about Tiger going forward and competing for whether it's 18 majors, whether it's, you know, 17 majors, whatever is his health. And then we had this news of this knee surgery again. And I think for a lot of people, they were skeptical, but I think he didn't look physically like he was not all hundred percent. And he even said and admitted in a press conference that he was above schedule, which also leads me to believe he's going to pick himself as a playing captain for the president's cup. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I agree. I just think that it was good to see while he didn't obviously win the challenges, he he didn't also come in ass last. So it <laughs> <Correct>. was <laughs> it's fine to play middleman ass to, last. He had a putt to win it, left it short yeah. at the end. But and I for mean, anybody who didn't see it, basically this just played like a normal skins game. Like correct. like if you didn't have if you if nobody won a skin in a particular yeah. hole, it carried over to the Too next tie, hole. Yeah, um, and so Tiger had a putt on the 18th hole to uh, to win a couple skins and left it short, which was not great to see, but um, it's all good. Jason Day ended up winning it. Yep. I don't know if anybody cares about that, but it was uh, it was a uh, like I said, I, I think a fun thing in on, in terms of Tiger. It's just anytime Tiger goes through any type of medical procedure, it's just good to see him. Um, make it through it without getting hurt and coming out on the other side. We're not, you know, he looked relatively normal. So I think that's a win. Good test for him. Like Emily said, good stuff there. Um, we took a week off. Yeah. And we didn't get to talk about probably the biggest news of last week, which was the Brooks versus Rory, uh, little debate. Yep. Uh, and I won't say verse Rory because Rory didn't really say much. It was more like Brooks Kepka's comments. Yeah. About um, Rory. Yeah, about Roy. Do you uh, you want to go over that? You want me to basically? Yeah, I mean, just I think just give a breakdown of what yeah. Brooks had said about Roy. Yeah, give us the lowdown. You want me to? Okay. Yeah. Go so ahead. Brooks basically, so Brooks was asked about you know whether he thought that him versus Roy McIlroy was a rivalry. As we all know, 
him and Rory played uh, in the final group, I think, two or three times in the tour. Memphis, tour championship. Um, I think Brooks got the better of him twice, and then Rory got the better of him in the tour championship. Um, and so they kind of were prodding Brooks as like, hey, is this a potential rivalry? And Brooks <laughs> pretty blatantly threw some shade at Roy McIlroy <laughs> and said, look, I don't think it's a rivalry at all. I've won. Uh, he hasn't won a major since I've been on tour. Uh, I've won, I think it's four now, four, yeah. uh, last four. So I don't really view it as a major. I'm number one in the world. I'm not really looking behind me. Um, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but it's something to those effect. Something to that effect, which people kind of took as a boom roasted kind of thing, <laughs> and uh, which it sort of was. And uh, so we all the big debate last week was like, is Roy going to react? Is yeah. Brooks right? Is that like? And I think it's hard to argue with Brooks' opinion in terms of like, yeah, like he's clearly been the better golfer, especially in big events, than Rory has certainly majors uh, over the past uh, over the past four years, but. Before I keep talking, I'll let you. I'll let, I'm curious your thoughts on the comments. And then Rory responded yep. this week. I'll just say that really quick, and then you can respond, Scotty. Rory responded this week by saying, "Well, you know, Brooks isn't really wrong. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, what am I gonna do? Like, you know, he's, he's stated some facts there, but he kind of backed off and kind of didn't, you know, come back at him. I was kind of hoping for more of that. But anyways, what are your thoughts on? Uh, Rory's comment. I mean, Brooks. Well, Brooks and Rory's comments. Yeah. Um. Again, and and thank you for the clarification there for for our listeners and folks that may not be have their ears to the PGA Tour news. It feels like the media is trying to make this into a story a and into a debate because we literally have skins game and Zozo champion to talk Zozo championship to talk about in golf right now. Um. But with that said, um. I. Again, I, Brooks. I think this is just the way that Brooks is. And this is his attitude that he is kind of brash and he, you know, is a one man wrecking crew and he's coming for everything. Um, and however, though, like if you look at what Rory responded with, I think Rory clarified some some really important steps that, you know, a Brooks isn't wrong. He has won the majors and the larger events since he's been on tour and Rory hasn't won the major. And two, Rory even said at the tour championship, I kind of viewed this as trying to get one back on Brooks after Brooks got the better of Rory in Memphis when they both played in the last group there. Mm -hmm. And so with that said, I I do feel like these two individuals have raised their game last year above everyone else, above the Tigers, above the Dustin Johnsons, above almost anyone else. Like golf in 2019 was really defined by two guys. Yeah. And this is why we put a spotlight on this. But from everything that I know, and from what people inside the ropes and on close to the tour tell me, tells me these two have a phenomenal relationship, that they are buds, um, yeah. and that, you know, this is not like they're going against each other um, outside of good competitive nature. And, of course, like, everyone wants to win. And, like, Roy even said, you know, we all get asked about one another, whether he gets a Tiger question, whether he gets a Brooks question. We're all getting asked about one another. And it, it's difficult because you don't get to talk about your game and talk about your individual game, which these people pride themselves on being able to do. Yeah. And it's an individual sport, right? That's what they're supposed to really be concerned with, not anybody else. Right. And stroke play, it's you against the golf course. And and so um, so I agree there. So, but I mean, I, so a couple of things. Yes, I think the media, you know, latches on to a little bit of it more, especially with social media nowadays, that trying to maybe create the rivalry a little bit more, create yep. a little bit more drama. 
But that said, I don't hate that idea because I think golf is, you know, you look at the Tiger-Phil rivalry, yep. golf's great. Any sport's great when you have rivalries, right? And um, and so that's that's part of it. But I mean, I, 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 mean, I kind of thought, I know that they're, they were, I don't want to say tight, but they're pretty decent buddies. It'd be, it would have been kind of fun if Rory came back and said, well, you know, while, uh, while Brooks was eating ramen noodles, trying to make it on the Europe over in Europe, I was winning majors over here. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe he had the better, you know, past couple of years, but this, 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 this motivates me a little bit more. And yeah, let's check the, um, if we want to, compare bank accounts blah 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 i mean there there could have been a little bit of there there could have been jabs that rory could have thrown back and i kind of wish he did that just for our entertainment um but i I, look i do i want this to become a bigger rivalry yeah i think it'd be good for everybody but at the same time i don't think that that uh you know brooks and rory even though rory is kind of a household name in golf I don't think it's it's not something right now where it's like okay everybody knows are you team Brooks or are you team Rory it's not like it's it's definitely it hasn't manifested itself naturally to right. actually become something like that yet I mean if they play a couple more like epic matches down the stretch where they're in the final groups like maybe that could happen but as of right now not there I agree I agree M A N no I agree with Steve yeah okay. there you go well. there you go uh, all right so. That was that. We caught you up there. Caught you up on Zozo. Um, Phil did not play well in um, in at the CJ Cup. A little bit more Phil news. He's talked a little bit more uh, about hit, the way he's playing and Presidents Cup. And what did he say, Scotty? Well, he basically kind of summed up his year after Pebble and just talked about how he doesn't believe he's playing his best golf right now and how he doesn't necessarily believe that he's deserved a selection for the President's Cup team. And he went as far as to say if he was captain, he wouldn't select himself based on what he's been able to accomplish in the last two years. Mm. And so I think, A, for a couple reasons. I do think he is giving his closer friend um, and someone that he has a lot of respect for, Mr. Tiger Woods, an out to not pick him. And maybe there's some behind the scenes talk about maybe Phil wants to take this one off or, you know, he's going to take right. a vacation. I, or I was just going to say, like, I feel like there's got to be something stewing behind the scenes so, that he doesn't want to necessarily be a part of. Maybe. And um, also, too, I think Phil and Tiger are both very know their time and they know that they're right. not going to be, you know, Ryder Cup and President's Cup team members forever. Yeah. And, you know, in some ways it might be best for the longevity of those teams and the locker rooms of those teams that have some new blood and some fresh faces in there. And I think Phil is doing the gentleman thing by saying, like, hey, like if, if you don't pick me, I understand why. And yeah. just because I've been on tour with you for the last 25, 30 years, I'm not expecting a selection. I think it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And I, I'd be curious if he actually plays in or act, would come over as if he's not going on vacation if he would come over on like a captain's type of role um, i don't know I don't, I, I don't know if he would do that with tiger feels like he'll have his own captainy well as a vice i know yeah it is echoing <laughs> okay so we'll, we'll see if if how it records but we're halfway it, it did it like halfway through okay so um but Anyways. can we talk about a little something else about phil Mickelson? yeah I mean, 
have we found out what kind of diet he's on? Like, I mean, like this body of his. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking about. I that know, but like, did he come out? Did he come out on the conference? Phil's body, but like for the rest of our podcast. I know. I just wanted to bring it up one more time because I was just flipping through pictures. You know, Emily just had this kid, and she wants to, you know, look at diet to get that, you know, mom's body back. I can't. Thank you. She looks good. Thank you, babe. Always, even in her pregnancy. Yeah, I appreciate it. So, anyways. I don't think we'll be seeing Phil. I think that opens it up. So we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, nobody. Oh boy, Kevin Na, come on. Kevin Na played well. Um, I think he's kind of up there right now. And I think the other two, like you, you mentioned, um, Morikawa and Matt Wolf. I think there's a, you know there's a possibility if they play a little bit, um, they play well coming down here yeah. and a couple more fall events, they could get chosen. So. We'll see what happens. Um, and Ricky, um, yeah, still he, on the board yeah, though. We'll he see. hasn't played much golf, but uh, we'll see what happens. That is Tiger's guy too. Yeah. So, you know, I think, but it might be talk about new blood. I mean, I'm warming up more to the fact that maybe one of these younger guys that doesn't have any experience in a in a Ryder Cup or Presidents Cup gets a gets a nod. Kisner maybe. Okay. He has he has experience obviously. Yeah. Kisner, but. But, you know, he's another guy. And it's kind President's of the... Cup team. This isn't like a Ryder Cup team. So, like, A, we're let's not going to lose. What, let's see what happens. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, pretty much, I can guarantee you, we're going to win. <laughs> and so, whoever he picks isn't going to go through that much scrutiny. Whether this was a Ryder Cup team and yeah. we would lose this pick, it would be more pressure and we would point against right. it. Right. Absolutely. And so, uh, we'll see what happens. But the... Um, I think Kisner would be a good one just because I, he's a phenomenal putter. He's a great putter. Doesn't hit it a mile, but he's also kind of a fierce, fiery yeah, kind of guy. It's a good match play person. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, we also had a, a bit of a uh, Ryder Cup ticket controversy. Yeah. What happened there, Scotty? So I, I don't know the details too much on here. Um, and one of the things... I know I'm, they're skyrocketing. So the skyrocketing, but two, the... The, the raffle of the window that opened that allowed people right. to purchase early tickets closed before it was expected to. Right. And therefore, a pe- certain number of people who were in this lottery got locked out of the ability to buy tickets. And mm. even so much so, Ryder Cup president, Team Steve Stricker, came out and said, hey, and, and, and put it on Twitter, that he wanted to open it up for more tickets, and he went hashtag more the merrier. <laughs> so, oh, so again, and Jeff Shackelford had a, had a big thing about this. So our listeners can go there and, and read long form about exactly what happened with the raffle. But basically, people were guaranteed a certain window to buy tickets, and that closed before that window closed, and therefore those people are now locked out of trying to purchase tickets for the Ryder Cup. Yeah, um, that's too bad. But I, I hope. Uh... Hopefully everybody that, um, well, I guess you, so if you, did you have to buy access into the window or did you just like sign up? You for signed a, up and it was basically a raffle. A people got to sign like A, B, C, D, right? Gotcha. And then therefore you can buy tickets in this window, right? Right. Same, much of the same word that like PGA Championship does it, right? You sign up and therefore you have a window and that window closed, into that window open, those number of people have the right Right to buy tickets, and so people got locked out of the right. Correct, today. correct. So they got to try to figure out how to make this a little bit right. But well, well, they they don't look good right now, and I feel like as a PR thing, they should need to open this up to allow people yeah. that were in this window at the very least the opportunity to purchase tickets. Right, right. I, I would agree with that. 
uh we got to get out there so i don't yeah. have uh i don't have the ticket thing on us yet but we can, we'll figure out our access well, we, know some folks. we know some you folks know. so we got to get out there um the american club oh, it's a beautiful Do a little waggling whiff you know set up the pod in the studio it's a beautiful place um i so i stayed at the american club before and i was uh funny story i was i was so this is in Kohler, Wisconsin. Yep. It's like small town USA, and this the only thing that happens in Kohler is there's two things that happen in Kohler. One is warehouses where they make bathroom fixtures. Okay. <laughs> so it's yeah. just sinks, so, faucets, yeah. toilets, all that stuff. I mean, the whole town runs on Kohler. Everybody, and it's it's kind of like like the Detroit. Business. Detroit was back in the day with auto. It's like everybody in the town kind of works for Kohler. It's 45 minutes outside of Milwaukee. So in the hotels, obviously everything's Kohler. So I went one night. I got back early. F- after our round and i was um looking well, around this the, is not early in the morning got back no no this is like <laughs> this is like before dinner but okay. i had a couple hours to <laughs> yeah. kill after the round yeah and uh i'm like you know what I'm, my back's kind of hurt and i'm gonna take a i'm gonna take a bath there's like a nice like tub like jet okay. tub little hot tub in there and so i'm like where is the faucet like i can see where i turn the thing on but i couldn't see where the faucet like where there was any faucet that comes in so i turn this thing on and this stream of water comes flowing out of the ceiling like you would not believe, like a fucking fire hydrant. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit! So out of the ceiling, like if I put my head under this flow of water, it would have taken my neck out. Okay. I mean, it was that strong. Okay, it's but it was light. the coolest thing to see, like a huge. I don't know how they did this throughout the hotel, where they must have had like from ceiling to floor, from ceiling to floor, like the water just came, the faucet came out of the ceiling, and and a huge like. Pre- water pressure you couldn't imagine they would use this to watch elephants in the circus did but, i hear you i was taking care of our daughter but did i hear you say you wanted to take a bath this was what i was telling a story about when american i would club. yeah when i stayed at the american club oh, when yeah. i was in color yeah but love, anyways it's a phenomenal hotel in our, in our i don't know shower. who wouldn't want that pressure yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, phenomenal place. It'd be great to stay there if we can well, get it. Well, waggle whiff. We'll set a pod. We'll set up the town. And we'll do yeah, we can, that people we can write it off. Let's go. For sure. Um, so, anyways, we're looking forward to the Ryder Cup for yeah. sure. Maybe go play Aaron. Yeah, we could do the whole Wisconsin. Maybe Mammoth Dunes. Oh, come on. Let's go. A little Wisconsin loop. A little um, spotted cow. Yeah, a couple spotted cows. You got it. Uh, all right. So, that's... Um, I think that's it. Tiger's writing a book. Yes. In other news. Yes. Called back. The last... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I love um, it. But you know what? This is. I think I'm happy about this. It makes total sense. Um, there's been a lot of people that have made a lot of money and gotten really kind of famous off Tiger's back and writing stories about things they honestly do not know. No pun intended. Um, right. And talking about his inner circle and to see kind of how far he goes into this um, as someone that can tell the total truth it'll be interesting to see how far he goes into it right yeah and i think that'll be the very interesting part i mean i think you know obviously when you write your own type of biography you're going to as a as a fan you might take some things with a grain of salt because obviously he can say whatever he wants to say right he can twist stories as well but i think the detail that he goes into that will kind of determine how good this book is or yeah. how much we think we're being let in because right. if he says actually 
this one situation was actually worse or you know yeah. what I mean and he starts to kind of if the book comes across as very genuine like he's gonna admit things that maybe yeah. we don't even know yet About and let, let us let us in a little bit more pills. yeah then he, then we can we'll pay attention to the other parts where you know but if it's if it comes off very corporate and not too detailed and like well you know this is the books were all wrong my dad was a great man and it's kind of like well yeah but a lot of the things that people are saying about the way you were raised and how your father kind of instinct like a lot of those things make a lot of sense to a lot of people maybe it's not maybe it's we weren't in the household at the time right but people have done extensive research so i think but this i agree with you this gives him the chance to put his own voice out yeah. there and tell his story of how things went down and and his upbringing his childhood his golf career um, so I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good. Yeah. yeah. Have well, you read the Tiger Woods book, the Armin Katayan book? No. I haven't read no, it. I've read I Haney. heard it's I read, great. I read Haney, The Big Miss. Okay, yeah. Uh, which is interesting, right? Um, but again, one guy's take um, yeah. that maybe have had an axe to grind or had something to play. Yeah, I think game. Haney probably. I mean, and Haney's also like, he was a swing coach, right? So yep. he wasn't necessarily his friend. He wasn't a... Uh, you know, he wasn't a family friend. He wasn't everything. The Armin Katayan book, I, I haven't read it, but I've heard that, you know, like they took years to write it and they went in and kind of interviewed people that were all around his life. You yeah. know what I mean? So I think it's different from that perspective than it is just from like the swing coach yeah. who, who, yeah, it'll who, be who he fired. It will yeah. be interesting. And so we'll see where this goes. And again, what are the early excerpts that we get to see from it and, and what Tiger decides to write about? Yeah. Agreed. All right, guys. I think that about does it. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Pod and on Twitter at WaggleOnWiff. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. What else, Emily? Shout out to our, our girl, Amber, for giving us an amazing, cute little oh, baby WaggleOnWiff yeah. onesie. On onesies. Shout out to Amber. Thanks, Amber. Love you. We got to get out to the Prairie Club. We got to play golf sometime. Make it happen, Amber. Uh, All right, guys, take it easy. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.